1: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.
2: Bring us in, babe.
1: Welcome to
2: Coco, Coco Caliente. Caliente. Welcome to Coco Caliente, everybody. We have a fun. And it's actually turned into a very different conversation than we thought it would be.
1: No, I kind of thought it would be this cool conversation.
2: Well, not the topics that we had. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, you're right. So this- We just went with it. We had no notes, no nothing programmed in our head. We just kind of turned on the mics and just let it roll.
2: <laughs> season 16, Big Brother. Runner-up. Runner-up with Nicole's, because Nicole was also on season 16, Cody Califuri. So we hope you guys enjoy
1: Hey Cody, how's it going? Hello, hello.
0: Oh, what's going on? What Hi. up, Vic? <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, buddy? I'm good, brother. I'm good, man. How you guys doing?
1: Good. We're we're excited to talk to you. I feel like I haven't talked to you in like five years. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> I know. I know. No, we keep in touch, like here and there. But I mean, we didn't even Vic's like, who are we podcasting with today? I'm like Cody's like Cody California. I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, this will be easy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> So
0: how's yeah. how's quarantine been for you? Oh man, it's been uh it's been good. I uh <laughs> I play a lot of video games and so a lot of my friends are doing that, so I'm like excited. So I get a lot of like bonding time with a lot of my buddies. Um but <laughs> you cool. know, other than that it's like it's kinda tough. It's tough. I still you know, I get to see Christy, so we're going back and forth and so
1: That's good. That know, helps. Yeah, it's
0: just yeah. And just Christy not for getting out
2: for people listening, Christy is your
0: Christy is my girlfriend uh, of four years. Mm -hmm. Four years. Wow. Four years. Met her the summer after Big Brother. Oh, wow. She was a super fan. She was? No, <laughs> oh, no, no, she oh. wasn't. She was. I was like, oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> so I still debate it with her to this day. I'm like, you definitely were a fan. She's like, I had no idea who you were. and I didn't watch the show. She has, like, like, whatever. She has
2: like your strands of hair in like a collage. Right. In like, the sitting up to her bed
0: in like, in like a secret compartment of her drawer. I'm like, I know it. One of these days I'm going to find it. I'm like, oh boy! <laughs> That's so funny. Oh yeah. So let's take but, it back. Yeah, Let we we're me, happily together.
2: <laughs> let's take it way back. Let's take it back before anything ever happened, and before you had super fans. Uh, before we, we knew what super fans were, because we weren't in this world. So what, oh, were you, yeah. <laughs> what were you doing before? Before Big Brother, what was life like for you?
0: Oh my God! Life was. I worked seven days a week. So I coached soccer. Uh-huh. I worked in uh, small business sales. So that was like my 95, nine to five. Um, and then I would um, dance and like MC uh, Bar and Bar Mitzvahs on the weekend. Oh, so yeah, like, I, I forgot
1: worked. about that.
0: Yeah, I was always <laughs> a dancer, MC in training. But I like to say MC in training. So it's not just like I was a dancer. <laughs> um, <laughs> with, like all these like 13 year old kids. But I was I was doing that. I was coaching at night. I was working my sales job during the day. And then I was doing the parties on the weekend. So I was like working seven days a week. I was like – and it was a struggle. It was a lot. How,
2: so how does somebody fall into MC and in training – how does that you know what
0: i mean like how does that come to the wheelhouse you could say it i was a dancer i does someone fall into that so um my so i mean growing up i always uh dj my first job was djing and we i worked for a company called dancing djs okay we would do sweet 16 so i would you know i wasn't like these like amazing djs like today like we had a big cd book and i would pretty much play songs that i knew were popular and just raise the volume, lower the volume, raise the volume. (laughs) I wasn't, like, mixing in any way. But, you know, I would would do that from, like, 16 to probably, like, 20, 21. And then, so then after that, you know, a bigger company, which was Total Entertainment, my brother had reached out to them because they were in, like, New York City, New York State. And so he was like, dude, this big company, like, they pay really well. We could be MCs, and then they pay even more, like – you know, it's something that we could do on the weekend for extra money. And I was like, Oh dude, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so we started out and you start out as a dancer. You can't just go into it. Like their MCs are like trained and guys that have been doing it for, for a few years. And the, the process is you're a dancer, you're in the MC training program, which we would do it every night, um, every Thursday night for like, six hours oh wow um yeah it was like about like voice inflection and how to command a room and how like changing your voice makes everybody kind of tune into you and the way you talk and like have a having a baritone to your voice kind of like kind of gets people to, it was like a whole different thing so it wasn't just like oh yeah i could get on the mic and be charismatic it was like yeah yeah a lot yeah so that's why i always say mc and training because that's always doing the stuff on the weekends like i would have that every thursday night
1: Dang. Were you so always super, was, were you outgoing or was this something you had to learn? Yeah. Um,
0: I, I was, I was definitely outgoing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I like outgoing in a sense of like my personality, like I could get along with other people, but mm-hmm. not outgoing in the sense of like, I could walk up to any person as far as conversation. Yeah. Right, like I, I, I feel like
1: you're more of an introvert. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like, but you're hundred percent. Yeah. So for I me, mean. that just sounds like an absolute nightmare. Cause I would be like in the class, I'd be like, Oh my God, what do I do? Um, I, I can yeah. get along with people too, but being very. Well, there's I guess, definitely
2: a distinction between, like you were saying, like if there's a room of people and everybody's kind of like conversing and you're able to talk to people in that yeah. room, exactly. opposed to standing in the middle of the room right. and yelling so everybody can hear you and being and in the right. center of attention. Like,
1: like Victor would exactly. be really good at this job. No. I feel like, yeah. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it it yeah. pays
0: really good, man. Like, I don't know what, but in New Jersey, they pay real, like a lot of these MCs, they make good money on the weekends if you ever need an extra gig. You doing
1: it in, in oh.
2: So, did that make you like, when you were DJing, especially in high school, did that make you like even more popular in high
0: school? Like this 16 year old DJ? Like, the craziest thing is, I wasn't like, I was, I, Paulie was like, the mayor of the school, <laughs> so like he was, and so being his younger brother, like immediately put me into a crowd of people. So it was always like, oh, Cody, Paulie's younger brother, oh, like little Cal Fury, oh. and so like I was never like, and because I was never like overly outgoing, like mm-hmm. I didn't like party a lot when I was in middle school with like kids like did, and so like I had my friends that were my soccer friends that were my best friends, yeah, and like we like you know we would shoot hoops or like. You know, ride our bikes. Like, I wasn't like partying. So I wasn't like the popular guy, but like then coming into high school, like I was Paulie's brother and Paulie was like the mayor at all the
1: parties. Like, <laughs> I doing all see that stuff. Like, sure. Yeah. That you makes know, sense. so then,
0: yeah, so then I kind of inevitably like came into like, oh, that's Paulie's younger brother. And then being good at soccer and being like, and then the soccer team was really good. So it kind of just, you know, I, I wouldn't say I was like popular. Like, I didn't like know. Everyone wasn't like, oh, yeah, like I'm the cool kid because like, again, really? like, I, really I like, feel
1: like you definitely would be the cool kid and big brother 16. I, you were the cool kid. And you're a good looking guy, I'm too. <laughs> I
2: mean, unless you were unless something was uh, unless you grew it out of high school. I mean, you're a good looking guy. So I can't
0: imagine that you weren't popular
1: And what how many people did you graduate with? Was this a big class?
0: oh yeah like uh 4500
2: i think it was oh my, class,
1: my so 4, gosh that makes sense i mean that would be weird that'd be different that's
2: like the schools and the <laughs> movies like i've never heard of a school i mean i've never been a part of a school that big
0: oh wait no time out time out i think we have like 4100 like in the school is what i mean not my graduating class i think my graduating class was probably around like, 1, 000, that's like still a thousand something like that okay that's still quite a bit yeah yeah, yeah, okay. definitely. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, that's not. That wait, didn't sound right.
1: For schools that big, do they have like, do they pick just like five people for homecoming court and stuff? Is that still a thing?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was all the same. It would be like four or oh four five God. people. How do you yeah. even
1: know? Like, that's just weird. A lot my of class times has... it was like
0: the athletes, oh, the football player, yeah. or like, you right. know, it was a lot of times it was I was like, or it was like we had this thing called peer leadership. And like if you were in that, then a lot of the teachers knew who you were too. Oh, so like Okay. There yeah, there was there was a lot of different things in the bigger schools.
2: So do you and, and I have this conversation with Nicole a lot. Do you sometimes like reminisce about those high school days and think about how much of <gasps> nothing that you had to worry about? <laughs>
0: like Oh th- God, dude. I I say it to my cause I coach youth soccer and two of my teams are high school kids, so they're juniors and sophomores in high school, well, from freshmen to juniors, because, like, the age Mm -hmm. difference, the variation. And I say to them all the time, I'm like, you guys have not even the slightest idea. Like, you (laughs) think your schoolwork right now is (laughs) an issue? Like, this high school is the easiest thing that you have to deal with. Just, like, (laughs) just enjoy it. Like, don't be, like, stressed out. Don't let stuff get to you, because, like... College, the workload, and then you don't have anybody on top of you, like how the teachers are. So, like, it's easy to mess up. Like, enjoy high school for what it is. Reminisce. (laughs) There's one thing that I always bring up from high school, and it's Mm soccer-related. That's, like, devastating. It was losing our senior year in the States. Uh, That's, like, the only, like, real memory that, like, I, I kind of reminisce, but I bring it up to my best friend, Billy, all the time. And be talking From, about like, it when morning. you're Lost. an old man, oh, you yeah. know. <laughs> just. It, it, it's still like, yeah, bro. I 100% will.
1: 100%. So if you're looking for your dad for the perfect gift for Father's Day, I have the best place. It's called Uncommon Goods. And yep. I love it so much because it has such unique, fun gifts that are specialized to the person you're looking for.
2: Yep. If you're looking for something extra special, uh, they have, uh, whether it's like a pint glass featuring their favorite baseball stadium or uh, scotch-infused toothpicks or a grill set made from up-recycled golf clubs, like they literally have everything and it's so much fun and it's original and they're creative gifts for your family. Yeah, there
1: was something we found for Victor's dad that it was like this wise (laughs) owl-looking statue- (laughs) Made of wood. Made of wood that would hold his glasses. And it's just really cute and it just reminded me of his dad.
2: and the best thing about Uncommon Goods is that it's uncommon and good. So they donate $1 for every purchase, and they have given more than $2 million to nonprofit organizations like Rain, so that's the Rape and Abuse and Incest National Network, and the IRC, International Rescue Committee. They support good causes like paid family leave and fair living wages.
1: Yeah, and they also, my favorite part, they don't sell products made with fur, feathers, or leather. So that's amazing. Boom. And they support small businesses and local artists. So Uncommon Goods knows finding the perfect gift can be very hard. So they want to make it fun and easy for my listeners. So just go to uncommongoods.com forward slash Coco to receive 10% off your first purchase. That's uncommongoods.com forward slash C-O-C-O for 10% off
2: all right so you're working you're working seven days a week you're doing the mc thing you're doing the sales stuff uh, you're coaching when does uh when does big brother come into your wheelhouse like is your family like big fans and you always kind of talked about it or what
0: yeah well no so well my dad is a huge fan and then i watched big brother like i would watch it with him because i would be home for the summer so i started watching like i probably watched my first full season uh season 12 brigade Mm -hmm. And so, like, because I loved the Brigade and the Alliance. Like, I loved Hayden. Mm -hmm. And so, and I I loved Enzo. And so, like, that was the first season I watched, like, religiously. Because, like, I love Jeff and Jordan from season 11. But just because of, like, their relationship. But I didn't watch it fully. I just was like, oh, my God, Jeff and Jordan are the best. Like, I love them. Jeff's the man. Jordan's so cute. Like, Mm -hmm. they're so fun together. And so, like, I love them. But season 11, I couldn't really probably tell you too many other people from season 11 just yeah. other than jeff and jordan yeah then 12 i was really into it then 13 when they came back and they brought back a bunch of people that's when i was like super into it and then 14 15 i loosely watched same and then you know 16 was was um mine and nicole's first season so it's
1: mm-hmm.
0: it was uh yeah but i watched it not religiously but my dad watched it all the time but going on big brother was never like I never came out and was like, I'm going to try to put in. I want to be on reality TV because, like, when we were younger, I feel like reality TV, like, all I thought of was Jersey Shore or The Real World. (laughs) Like, that was reality TV. Like, I didn't even view Big Brother. I I viewed Big Brother as a game show. Like, it wasn't a reality TV show to me, Mm -hmm. you know. But I I never thought because Real World, it was always like, oh, it's bad on your resume. And so for me, I was like, "Oh, I don't want to have like something that's bad." Like, I went to school for business. I want to get a job, and that's yeah. what I'm going to do. And so, like, I want—I don't want something that's going to hurt my resume. You know, cut to today. Like, Big Brother would never hurt your resume. Yeah, like it would—it would probably only help. Somebody's like. Somebody that you're interviewing with are probably like, dude, huge Big Brother fan, loved you, yeah. you got the job, <laughs> you're set.
1: And they also like see you 24 seven, so like it works in your yeah. favor mostly. Like, hey, right. you're totally, uh, yeah, Like actually- for Victor getting in the state police, it's like, oh, we watched you. Like, <laughs> funny tidbit yeah. of
2: information: the, the the person that was doing my background investigation had to watch every episode of. Uh, uh, Nicole's and I season mm-hmm. of Big Brother, and I, that was kind of nerve-wracking. But I was like, I didn't do anything bad. It's just weird having yeah. somebody watch me that long.
0: I'm <laughs> like Am I going through it because then you start thinking, you're like, did I do it? Like, is it? Yeah. Are they going <laughs> to pick something up? Like, oh my god, I can't
2: remember. Absolutely. So did who 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 pushed you to apply? Was it was it like yeah. was your dad like, hey, you should apply, or were you like, eh, maybe I should, I don't know, or like, how did that um, even happen?
0: Uh, yeah, so I was uh, I was dancing at a party on on the weekends at a bar mitzvah in New York City, and some guy was working the photo booth, and just like you know, like I would, you know, like we were there to like get the crowd motivated. We were like the party motivator. So like I would be with the kids during cocktail hour. Cause you want to try to like get the kids like excited. And then they want to, you want to almost like befriend these kids so that they come out on the dance floor and they're all having a good time. Yeah. So I was in the cocktail hour. I was hanging out with all the kids and we were doing the photo booth. And this guy was like, dude, like these kids, like you're, you kill it with these kids. Like you have a really good personality. Have you ever thought about, um, putting in for this show, big brother, And I was like, oh, my God, I love I love that show. (laughs) No, I never thought of it. I never thought of it. He was like, listen, I do like some casting. Like I'm not like, you know, big in the casting of Big Brother. But like I know the people like I could kind of push your information through if you'd be interested. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Um, Here's my email. Send me what I have to do. And so, if he didn't say that, or if I wasn't working that party, I probably would have wow. never put it for me. Bro. That's crazy yeah. how things
2: play out. That is. <laughs> yeah. And did, right. did you put in a video or did, did, did you have to go to an yeah. open call?
0: Yeah. So, I uh, I put in a video. And um, after the video, New York City was doing an open casting call, like a little bit down the line. And uh, I met with the casting director, like privately. Like so, you- like the casting. Oh, yeah, you mean it like Robin like a, or you someone
1: else? No, Chris. Oh, I didn't know okay. if we were
0: allowed to like say their names. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I, think we are. I don't cast, know. yeah. So <laughs> I
1: mean, I think I think so because we've had Robin on here before and she talked all about it. So I think okay, you should yeah. Be so good.
0: It, was, it was Chris. Yeah. So I met with Chris um, and Brian, and well, Chris was like the main guy, but um, mm-hmm. it was it was just more of like a one on one. Oh,
1: that's cool. And like he was
0: asking me questions. Yeah, yeah. and I think. I think all of this stuff, like the way it all aligned, mm-hmm. probably helped me get on because an open casting call, I would have like curled up and like Same. I would have I would have never been myself.
1: <laughs> yeah, I that's... would have
0: never been myself. It would have been, <laughs> and I... I just I don't think I would have came across authentic. It would have been too much. Yeah, so you I got think a it like one on one.
1: So I think that was yeah. that's perfect for you. As in, I mean, that's, yeah. For me, that's what I always say is like I had to send in a video because if I was in a room with a bunch of people. I just wouldn't speak. I would be like right. just like looking at everyone. Yeah, it, it was even yeah. weird.
2: Like I went to an open call and and having every. I mean, luckily I had gone through the process in a weird way before. For actually, your guys' season, season sixteen, uh, okay. got to, yeah, I got to finals and I got that cut at been the end. Fun
0: man if you would have got on 16
2: yeah that would have been fun Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> but it,
2: it uh <laughs> it kind of worked out in a way where when i went to the other open casting call like two years later i was just able to like kind of say that and that yeah. pushed me through but it was very awkward just having four other people next to you and everybody's yeah. trying to supersede your personality and why they're the best. And it's like, yeah. uh, you know, and I was just like, well, I just, I was on finals two years ago. <laughs> yeah. So like you guys, I already know you. Like, yeah. So, like you guys like, already just pushed through. Yeah, exactly. And then I can show you my personality on the
0: next go around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's Cause so it's weird. definitely different. Cause I went to the casting call in New York city the next year for 17 Mm-hmm. And just watching like what goes on, they had like, like again, it was like four or five people just in front of Chris, who was there, and like other associates that they brought in. And I was like, I would curl, I would walk <laughs> out of there, I'd be like, well, there, there's no point in me yeah. looking at anything coming out of that. Because <laughs> I would never be able to, like, and I'm not like that. Like, if somebody has a big personality, I don't try to, like, right. top that. I just, I'm like, alright, you can be the big personality. Yeah. Like, I'm cool with that. Like, you be that. And so, like, I don't think I would have done well in, like, an open call. So...
2: So what, what was your, uh, was your dad like super stoked when you told oh him God. that you're applying? <laughs> like even just in the process, Rude. not even that you're on, you know?
0: Yeah. When I, when I mentioned, I was like, that, some guy, I literally, I texted my dad right away. I was like, dad some guy I just mentioned about going on big brother. Like, isn't that insane? Do you think I should do it? My dad's like, Oh my God, absolutely. <laughs> you should go on the show. I was like, yeah, right. I should.
1: <laughs> and so
0: he was, he was hyped and him being like a big, like push to it is like, you know, it's like, what if he was like. No, man. Like you're yeah. working, like stay working. I was like, yeah, you're right. I should not go on this. So,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stupid idea. I, I didn't even want to do anymore. Anyway. I don't even know why I texted you. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's yeah. awesome. So you get you get through the process. You get on. Is it just like a surreal experience, like going into the house when you're finally in there? Like,
0: oh my god, it was wild. Like seeing Julie. That's when I everybody is like, I saw Julie and I was like, oh my god, like I'm freaking out. Like I'm starstruck by her. Like I would see her on the TV, and now, like, she's right here in front of us, I'm about to go into the house. That's when I was like, holy cow, this is <laughs> this is actually happening.
1: Yeah, I think it was, like, when I was on stage looking at everybody else, and I'm just like, oh mm-hmm. my god. I think right? we were yeah. in the same group, right? And We were. Yeah, yeah. And so it's just like, okay, one of these people are going to be, like, my best friend, and, like, just trying to what? pick out who you're going to get along with, and then you just go in and... I remember, like, I didn't talk for several days. Do you remember that? I just, like, (laughs) didn't speak.
0: You were definitely super quiet in the beginning. (laughs) But then you finally get comfortable because then you get comfortable around these people. Like, it's weird, and you guys understand it, but, like, I always try to explain it to people. Like, Mm -hmm. these people become, like, your best friends in a way that, like, you build best friends over, like, a long period of time Mm -hmm. because you're not with each other. All the time or you're you don't have your phone or like even when you're together, you have your phone. So like you're sitting in silence Mm -hmm. a good portion of the time because you have your phone in front of you. Like we sit there together and just talk. And so like in a week you're like, I've known him for a month, like Mm -hmm. I'm I'm a little more comfortable. And then two weeks go by and you're like, I feel like it's been like four months. And so I feel like Nicole, you came out of your shell.
1: It took like eleven days. And
0: then it, yeah, it took, it took a little <laughs> bit, but that at first you they're like this. You were, you were awesome.
1: At first they're like, okay, how did this girl get in here? She's not even speaking. Like, is she okay? And then finally Jesse's they're like, Have you heard her talk? <laughs> yeah. I just think all the big personalities, because I am an introvert, I think I was just like, oh my gosh. Like just watching was so interesting. And like when um Joey turned into Alex and Frankie. Oh you know, it was God. just like there was so much going on, and then finally, I was like, yeah. okay, I feel, I feel comfortable yeah. now. <laughs>
0: it, it, well, because then you get close to people, yeah. and You feel more. You're like, okay, I feel yeah. like I have somebody at least that I can talk to, and then it's like, oh, now I feel like I have four people that I can talk right. to. Oh yeah. no, And then the number keeps building.
1: Yeah.
2: It's kind of bizarre because even like, let's say, even if you don't necessarily like someone. You get to know them a lot just by being there, right? right? So it, it, right. it's kind of weird how that that situation mm-hmm. works. And, so true. And, and you get to know everybody really close, even if you don't like them. It's like, yeah, I, I kind of know a lot about them because we live together. Right. And even if I'm not right. talking to somebody else's, so I overhear Yeah, <laughs> a lot of the right. stuff that's going almost, on. Yeah,
0: so true.
1: And yeah. honestly, so 16 true. was such a, I say this all the time, but... It was, like, the best cast ever. It was where everyone, I feel like, was at their best. I think it brought out the best in everybody. I mean, yeah, it was, like, oh. everyone was so... We were all kind of the same age, and everyone was pretty nice. It's, mm-hmm. It was just completely different from 18, and I would never know that. I would think that they're all like that. All the seasons are like yeah. that. But since I just kind of have something else to compare to, but... Man, that was just, like, such a fun She calls summer. it, like,
0: a summer camp. Like, it yeah. was fun summer camp. Yeah, we really did. And I watched the other seasons, and then I talked to people from the other seasons, like, briefly. Because, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: if I'm being honest, like, I, I I don't do a very good job of, like, reaching out to people. Oh, not not yeah. on purpose. I just don't do it. Like, I, right. I don't.
1: I don't mean I don't anything know. by it. You and not- me
0: both. Yeah. This, you know what I'm saying, bro? Like, yep. And I, I know you guys get that. It's just, like, I just don't. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But like when I would talk to other people, they would say like, "Oh yeah, man." When I was on the block, like pe- like it was, I felt like an outcast. And I was like, when people were on the block On our season at sixteen, like you weren't like ostracized, you weren't like put <laughs> in a corner. It wasn't like they're on the block, we can't talk to them this week. Mm-hmm. It was like they would be on the block, and then they would be like talking and hanging out, and it would be like I feel like even though we weren't really upfront with people when they were going to go home, we would, like, <laughs> we would be like, listen, don't worry. Like I'll, I'll let you know if anything like is coming up, like don't worry. And I feel like there's like, even though you are bullshitting a little bit, it's more of like human nature to be like, like, even if I know somebody's going home, I'm not going to be like, you're going home. Just making like, them feel be, better. Yeah. yeah. To make them feel better so that they don't feel ostracized and they don't feel like an outcast. Cause like this whole experience is mentally testing in itself. And now if you, like, have a negative experience in it and you feel like, oh, I'm an outcast, like, I don't know the psychological damages that I could do down the line to somebody. And I'm just like, I'd rather just be nice. And then if that affects me, like, whatever.
2: Yeah, if you're going to go, if the person is going home anyway, what's the difference of being nice to them right. and being mean to them?
0: I could talk to somebody and like my allegiance is going to stay to somebody that means more to me in the game. But like I still can have a conversation with somebody like I never understood that. And it was always like, oh, why are they out talking? They were almost like, break up alliances and it, i was like Dude, what is going on like i, I don't know yes yeah, i couldn't relate to it and right. you know
1: 16 was where i mean i went home twice and it wasn't where <laughs> nobody <laughs> would really like talk to me or anything like that so um definitely i still had lots of friends in there i still count all of you guys like friends it's weird but um it's, it's cool. Yeah, I
0: mean, you you going on like like that's what the hardest part was is like like when you went home and when Hayden went home, like you two were like people that I was like wildly close with, and then the game kind of just blew up in a way and I, like when you two went home I was like wow that really sucks like cause you and Hayden I hung out with all the time and you, I, no, no offense to make it awkward
1: no you voted then, me out instead of him and you even, and Derek weren't even, even on the right freaking page I didn't even know what was happening that's why I was like,
0: <laughs> like they were like Hayden the Nicole and I was like okay yeah right obviously she's like what are you gonna do be like no and then I didn't even vote the right person out cause I was like what
1: is it? he voted me so? out
0: on yeah. accident? And, <laughs> and, and there was
1: like two votes to vote me out Donnie and Cody I'm like okay Cody <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, they, like, they wanted Hayden out. And I was like, at the end of the day, like, I was always looking. I was like, all right, we're going to send Hayden. I'm like, the only one competition Hayden. You and, and Hayden also, were close. Yeah,
1: and you were Hayden. Yeah. Like, and we I didn't close. trust you, I'll be honest. But yeah. Hayden wow, trusted you. Is. I trusted you. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Hayden trusted you, so then I decided to trust you. And then I was like, see, we shouldn't trust him. <laughs> 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 but it was all friendly. It was never like... Oh, yeah. And that's what I
0: think we kind of like knew on our season is like we knew there was no malice behind like we're Mm -hmm. sending you home. It was like, you know, that's why like Donnie, like that was like the biggest backlash. And I was like, guys, I love Donnie. They were like, well, you try to send him home every week. And I was like, yeah, but I loved it. Like, (laughs) you don't understand.
2: Yeah, I think I think that's what people have a hard time. uh, People that are on the show and people that are watching it is mm-hmm. trying to get that distinction between the competition and the person, right? Mm-hmm. right. Like, you, oh, 100%. you, yeah, you don't necessarily hate somebody just because you want them out of the game. And, I mean, emotions may fly and people may say stuff in the moment, right? right. But that doesn't right. mean that they hate them as a person and they don't like them in the real world. You know what I mean? Right. And so it's about the competition at the end of the day. The reason yeah. you go there is to right. win money, right? Yeah. And you make right. these decisions and you do these things uh, to better yourself, uh, to put yourself in the best position to win. And so people can't take it personal when they get kicked off because, like, yeah, you how, – how do you think you were going to win the game? By your – by with everybody right. else, you know, you all were going to win right. together? Like, do no. You have
0: to make a decision at the end of the day and hope that it's not taken personally and it's like understood that it's like okay, this is part of the game. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not going to put myself on the block and send myself home. So like I'm sorry, it's got to be somebody that ultimately at the end of the day you're you're close with Mm -hmm. because you're close with everybody.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: You know, so it's 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 a wild game. It is such a crazy, but it's it's so incredible. It's such a wild game.
1: Yeah. No, it is. So if you're clean out of loungewear, mix things up by changing into Beta Brand Dress Pant Yoga Pants. They're as comfortable as your PJs, and their professional style will make you feel like you actually got dressed for the day. So what Beta Brand is, it combines customer experiences with their expertise to make workwear that's as functional, comfortable, and inspiring as your favorite workout gear. I have a couple pair, and I absolutely love them. They look really good. They feel really good. I,
2: I like them because I look at Nicole, and I'm like, oh, those are really nice pants. And they're like, oh, they're like yoga pants. Yeah, and you
1: can wear them to church and nobody will know or to work because they look they're they're like dress pants yeah and so you know how many pants are like uncomfortable and they dig into your skin and you have to like i unbutton them when i'm like (laughs) sitting in my car you don't have to do that with these pants they're amazing so they're super comfortable and they're stylish and there's tons of different colors and styles to choose from so boot cut straight leg skinny cropped there's some with eight pockets and there's and more and so yeah i have uh Couple, I think I have like five different pair.
2: Yeah, Nicole really loves them. <laughs> you can
1: check them out on my Instagram. I'm like doing the splits in them. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> right um,
2: now, our listeners get 25% off their first order when you go to betabrand.com slash coco. That's 25% off your first order for a limited time at com slash coco. Find out why women are buying five different pairs like Nicole of these pants (laughs) or find out why women are ditching typical work pants for Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants. Go to betabrand.com forward slash Coco for 25% off.
1: Okay, so you get off the show and now what's life like for you? Because you are final two. And now I bet a lot of girls are hitting up your DMs, and it was a very popular season. So, what's the, adjust- what's the adjustment like?
0: Um, it was definitely an adjustment. I I kind of fell right back into my friend group. So, like, mm-hmm. I came home, and then like, I had like, I have like a few, like, really tight friends, like, my guys, like, a couple of my guys from college, a bunch of my friends from home. So, like, I kind of just fell right back into that and was going out and then doing, like, the Big Brother appearances. But, like, I never really, I don't know. It it was definitely chaotic for the first, I would say, like, four months was chaos between, like, bouncing around and doing, like, the different appearances that we did and then, Mm -hmm. you know, coming home and just being out. And, like, when people come up to you and you're out, and they, like, know who you are, and you have no idea who they are, that's a a thing that... It's surreal. It's, to, it's surreal. That's the perfect way to describe it. It's surreal. It's like, what in the world? Like, when I did my one meet and greet, I was like, why are all these people here? Like, I can't sing. I can't dance. <laughs> yeah. I have no talent. <laughs> like, I could talk about Big Brother, but, like, that could maybe go for, like, 20 minutes, maybe. Yeah. And so, like, I, I don't know. It was so weird, because, like, I, I would have felt probably more maybe more accomplished if i had like a talent like maybe i could sing and then people were coming and i was and they were like oh your voice is so awesome they were just like we love John big brother and so i was like all right well i was great. myself yeah. i say that it's all good. the
1: time like it's weird because we have no talent it's yeah. like um right nicole's weird.
2: like we we can't turn on right now like i don't know what you want me to turn on yeah, right now like i'm exactly. just walking down the street right
1: and i always feel like i'm yeah. not enough for them it's like okay i'm but I, know I don't feeling. know. It's so weird because it's like, yeah, I have no talent. I wish I could act. I yeah. mean, we, we saw that in Bold and Beautiful and they cut my lines, but it's like, <laughs> I can't do anything. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, s- I'm so ordinary. Yeah, they gave me two lines and they cut one. <laughs> and then up. you go and you become an actor. It's like, what the freak? You know? <laughs> oh, my God! Yeah,
0: that was... The Bold and the Beautiful was the, really the reason why. I was like, this was... I, I mean, I don't know how you feel, but, like, I was on that set, and I was like, this is the coolest thing... I thought it was so awesome. ...I've been around. Yeah. Oh, so is you that what, what
1: inspired saying? you to, like, con- to do acting?
0: Yeah, without oh, a doubt. I never I thought about that. doing acting. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was not a thing, like, uh-huh. to go into acting, because I did, like, a little bit of modeling before Big Brother. And that was all because of my brother because he was living in the city. So he's like, dude, you should get into this. Like we should be doing this. And I was like, whatever, man. Like if, if that's something like, if, if, if there's something going on, I'll come in. But like, I'm not going to come move into the city and chase that. Like, yeah, for me, I was like, I was like college, try to go pro, didn't go pro, got my business degree, get a job. Like that was me. I wasn't like, Oh, I want to be an actor. Oh, I want to be on reality TV. Oh, I want to be a model. Like Paul, he always had those ambitions. And so like, after Big Brother, I was like, "Whoa, that was cool being on that set." I was like, "I think that's, I, you know, what I want to go after that." I'm, I'm young. I don't, I don't have a family. I don't have a girlfriend. I don't have kids. Like. I'm going to try to go after that. And now's the for, time you
2: know. for, for people that are listening. So what, what happens is uh, if you're a popular character, which uh, Big Brother 16 had a lot of them, if you're a popular character on on Big Brother, when you get off the show, CBS has The Bold and the Beautiful, which is like one of the longest running soap operas that there is. Uh, they'll put you on. They'll give you a couple lines for, for that and you can be on that show. And, and actually, you get your SAG. You can get your SAG card because of it, yeah. which is kind of uh, uh, funny because people work long and hard so to get those tag cards. Yeah. And man. you just get one, you know, part with lines or whatever and then you can get it. But so Nicole and, and and Cody and I was able to do that actually as well. So it was actually it is really, really cool to do. Um yeah. so we so, were
1: with like Jeff and Jordan and everyone. Ours was like a really yeah. cool Yeah, that's was, all
0: you guys had cool. a lot of people. It was
1: like a Halloween party. Brandon and
0: Rachel, Alyssa came back.
1: Yeah, there was a ton of people
0: there. Um, so yeah,
2: after that, so how did you how did you start pursuing your acting career from that?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I came home and um, my manager now, he was from my high school. He now is in L.A. and like that's what he pursued right out of high school through college. Mm. And so he, I came off the show and he was like, "Let me manage you. Let me help you. Like I have contacts in the industry." Um, I can, I can like kind of get your foot in the door. And so he like got me placed with, he got me meetings with a ton of huge name, um, talent agencies. He got me signed to a modeling agency. Um, and so like then getting me in the door with them, they were like, you don't have any experience, but you know, we, we like your look, we like your personality. This is what you need to do. And so I started taking classes, like immediately I like sat in on classes. And then once I could sign up with this woman, um, Nina Marano was my acting coach. I signed up with her right away. And so I was doing classes like three nights a week, four hours, um and like that was like the first year and a half. I didn't even audition for anything cuz she was like you're unprepared New York is a smaller market than LA like yeah. if you go in and you audition and you're bad like it'll get around to the other casting directors mm-hmm. and that's like oh, what my okay. agency said and so they were like you need to you need to wait and so I did like the acting class and went on commercial auditions cuz like you don't need like anybody could go on a commercial audition cuz you don't have mm-hmm. a lot of lines most of the time yeah and so I was doing commercial auditions. I was trying to get modeling gigs, which was never going to happen. Cause like when you walk into the room with these models that are like the wildly skinny, but like have this crazy jawline and are like, I was like, <laughs> and they're like towering me. I was like, I don't look anything like any of these people. I don't think I'm going to book any of these jobs. So, I was like, you know what, modeling I did not want to do anymore, but I just want to do acting. And so it's not you know, what it's, you wanted to do to begin series. with, you know. Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. It was just like, you can make money doing this. And I was like, and then just even the photographer, I was just like, this is not my cup of tea. Um, So the acting really, like, is where my head was at. And so doing the classes and then a year and a half in, I, like, submitted to something on my own because, like, my agency was, like, waiting because – they weren't submitting me to any of like the network stuff, like the television yeah. shows. And so I submitted to this independent film and that was like the first gig that I booked. And that was like terrifying. <laughs> and then, you, know, like, you gain. And then the more you do, but then working with that director, like that kind of lined me up to work more. Cause then she did a lot more projects and then I worked a lot more with her. Okay. And then you gain confidence. And then I would go in on auditions. And so I like, I went in for a huge Netflix film, even though it was, It was, like, two lines or, like, one line. Mm -hmm. Like, I had a little bit of confidence. So, like, if I was going to audition for, like, a one-line thing, I was, like, done. I'm going to kill this. Like, it's one line. It's not a big deal. Absolutely. And then you go in with, like, an air and, like, a confidence, and then you book something. And then you're, like, whoa. Because there's – they always say there's, like, really no small role because then I was on set of this Netflix movie with, like, Pete Davidson and Glenn Powell. And I was, like, just some kid, like, hanging out with them because, like, we had the scene together. And I, it's like, you just never know what small or part could project you into something. So you gain confidence being around the people. And then, you know, now I've been in it for I guess like six years, seven years.
2: That's awesome. You know, I
0: did elementary. I did another independent film with this guy who now is like kind of taken off. I did um, First Wives Club, which is on the um paramount network it's just so you do like some stuff and then you gain confidence but it's like never what i thought i was gonna do
2: yeah and you're building your never. resume in the process too you know exactly which is exactly. amazing that's badass yeah, and so so, so what's kind of like the what's the trajectory now is that you're just gonna keep doing that now now you're you're in your head you're full-time actor that's that's the goal
0: yeah, well so i'll be a full I, I can call myself a full-time actor when it pays my bills and it doesn't pay my bills. Okay. So like my bills get paid by the other stuff that I'm doing. So like, that's when everybody's like, Oh, so you're full-time. I'm like, yeah, for me. But like to you, you know, I could tell you guys and like, I'm honest about it. Like I'm a full-time actor when it's paying my bills. And right now it's just extra money that I'm making Mm -hmm. where like the real estate that I'm doing it and the coaching that I'm doing, that's what like pays my bills. So I'll feel like I'm a full-time, you know, like I can label it that even though I, I call myself an actor, like I'm an actor first, then mm-hmm. I do real estate and coaching. But like when it's full-time in my head, because I guess I'm a little more logic. I'm like, when it's paying my bills, then I'm doing it full-time.
2: Well, and that's cool. But you need something to fuel that dream, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. it's only realistic to be able to pay your bills, right? Because <laughs> people, <laughs> people say all the time, well, if you're not doing that all the time, then you're... Well, you you'd still have to make a living, right? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't right, make exactly. any sense. Um, but that's awesome. I'm happy that you're still doing that, pursuing that. And you're actually working at it right you're you're you are getting jobs so it's not just like some hopeless dream (laughs) you actually have a resume and and you are a trained actor so that's awesome i'm really happy for you
1: yeah that's so crazy i I know
2: it's it's i mean i I think that would be awesome to do. oh yeah that's like i feel
1: like everyone's like dream job because it just is so cool but some people just aren't good at it like me but it is
0: very difficult And I'm not good at it, and I'm not. And like you I are watch my time, and I'm like, I've this your, is horrible.
1: What's that I'm like, movie? you are terrible. That
0: independent some? film, we yeah, we've
1: seen that. Yeah, yeah. we ordered one? it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. 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 Vic, you were on my premiere, bro. Yes, I you was. <laughs> <laughs> <That's funny. laughs>
2: no, it was good. It was good. I I, I really liked. Uh, I liked your character specifically. Um, yeah. So no, it was it was good. So I, I think you have a future in it for sure, and so definitely don't give that up anytime soon. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so, I you
1: know. No, acting, as long as I have other
0: stuff that can fuel it.
1: And is it, like, so when you said it's, like, really hard. So I always was wondering this because when I'm watching. Oh, here we go. When I'm watching, like, movies and stuff, it's easily, like, it's either, like, oh, I'm so convinced. Or I can tell, like, that they're acting and that it's. Yeah. So do you just, like, just, dive, oh, what's the word? Here just you submerge yourself into this character because I know a lot of people will say, like, i didn't what's the one character oh my god hold on i'm just no you got this
2: no it's okay
1: so they will pretend to be their character like outside of the film or is that something that you find yourself you have to do like like
0: a method actor yeah it's a method actor i don't i don't do that like the training that i started and got right into was meisner which my my acting coach like is like method is no good. Like you don't do method because I think all <laughs> of them have strain I, on your, and your head. Because like, if yeah. you dive into like a deep, dark character and you're that character, mm-hmm. like say I have to play a role of like a severely depressed patient in mm-hmm. like a, a, a home and I'm doing that 24 seven, like that's going to affect my mental state. Oh, oh You're so going to sure. become a deep into,
2: depressed person. Yeah. yeah. So
0: you will like inevitably it's, it's, it's kind of inevitable and it's how like our psyche works. So, that's that was like no good, and it was causing a lot of people to kind of go into depression or like go into a state that wasn't them and was kind of bad for their mental state and so ours was always imaginary circumstances, so uh-huh. like and then like kind of your character is based off but like if I'm playing someone like that, I have to study somebody like I've never played that character, which would be. For me, it would be fascinating and incredible, and I would love to do it. But, like, mm-hmm. you kind of, like, you, you interact with people that have that, and you, you kind of, like, look at their, like, what, like, kind of, like, how their being is and, like, what they're mm-hmm. doing. And then you form your own thing yeah. based on it, and then you use imaginary circumstances, and then you can, like, snap yourself out of it. That's, like, the psychological aspect behind so it. So you kind
1: of, like, turn For- it on and turn it off when you are in character while being filmed, And do you do you like do this in front of a mirror to see like what your facial expressions look like? I'm just so curious about this. No, go ahead. Because what I feel like I'm sometimes I'm very expressionist or whatever you call it. You can read all my expressions on my face, Mm -hmm. which sucks for me because, you know, especially if you're playing a game like Big Brother. But (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying like. I feel like sometimes I'm not doing an expression, and it's like, oh, you definitely are. Or sometimes I feel like I'm trying to pretend, oh, I'm so excited, but I look like I'm not excited. So I think I'd have to go in front of the mirror and, like, test test this out. Is that something you have to do?
0: Uh, You definitely have to – This is the hardest part is, like, I wa- when I watch myself back, there's stuff I do that, you know, you, you have to kind of not because you're <laughs> – yeah, like, if you, if you make too many expressions, my coach would always say, you're doing all these expressions, and almost you're, like, a character actor. Mm-hmm. And then it's, like, you know, because then you're always about those. But, but there's people that make an incredible living off of doing that. So, like, there's no right and wrong, to be honest. Like that, oh, okay. And that's what I've learned. Like, it's different now because it's also, like, anybody. Like, people that have – if you can, like, get your lines down and understand the character that you're playing mm-hmm. and then make it believable – you, you're you're that's a good in my eyes like that's a good actor like if you believe yeah. that i'm the person mm-hmm. and you don't believe it's just cody acting mm-hmm. then you're doing you're doing your job and you're getting better and you, there's always something to work towards because like
1: right.
0: you're never going to be like good and then be done getting better like there's always going to be a next level to get to for like your entire career there's yeah. never like going to be like oh yeah i'm at the top now like i don't need to get better because, like, there's always something there's to get better There's always
1: challenges, at. like, different roles yes. that you can play. Just like I saw Adam exactly. Sandler play the uncut gem role. That's yeah. the weirdest movie I've ever seen <laughs> in my entire life. Like, what am I missing? But anyways, yeah. um, do you have trouble? Is your memory a lot better now since you – not that you had a bad memory before, but do you find it that you can memorize like lines, lines? It's easier now than it was at the beginning?
0: Yeah, you, get, you definitely get better at it. I was uh, – I would say this because I would – I was extremely illiterate when I was younger. And so before tests, my mom would kind of like – I would go over like the questions and like are like – um, open-ended question that was always at the end of tests like my mom and i would write them together and then i would just memorize it mm-hmm. and then so then when i got to my class and did a test it's like slightly cheating but <laughs> i would literally be like i remember exactly what i have to write in this paragraph not because like i knew yeah how to write or like mm-hmm. what to write it was because i memorized what to write oh so you've so always been, been when i was younger oh, okay yeah and then and now like getting a scene like it definitely wears before it took me a little bit longer like now i can I can memorize a little bit quicker, but that's a muscle too. Like the same way, like if you don't stretch every day, like your leg gets tight. Like if I'm not trying to actually memorize mm-hmm. every day, like memorizing gets harder. Yeah. So that probably that's also something-
1: coming with confidence and like knowing that you can memorize your lines will help you in the future. Just like with anything like, um, if you do something once and you're like, okay, I can do this. I feel like I would get in my own head and be like, oh my god, I'm going to forget my line. Right. But if you're not right. thinking you're going to forget your line, you won't forget your line. Well,
2: it's it's also oh, just like
0: forget your line. <laughs> I forget my line.
1: Like, it's, it's like,
0: and I know my lines, and I like get there, and then all of a sudden we're in the middle of the scene, and I'm like, what? What in the world <laughs> am I supposed to just say? Blank next? Like, I don't even know where we are. <laughs> Line.
2: <So it> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I mean that happens to me. when I when I first started working the road, uh remembering addresses or license plates yep. that we had yep. just left or just stopped or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'd always have to ask my FTO, Hey, you know, what was that address or what was that license plate? Now it's I just now I can just rattle it off. Yes. Um and and it's then just you'll, practice. you'll see it
0: for like a split second. Yeah. Right? And you'll be like, you'll be like Oh yeah, yeah, that was it. And yeah. then you remember, and then like later in the day, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, that license plate on this car was that."
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's
0: just like a muscle that gets better.
2: Yeah.
1: Is some people By just? By the way, like- Vic, I
0: really appreciate okay. what you do, man.
2: Hey, thank you, thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, this is such a random question too. Go ahead. Is man. some or some people do you think just like born really good actors, or do you think that it takes like acting class? Like Brad Pitt, for example, I feel like started at a young age, and he's real always mm-hmm. been a really good actor. Was that something that do you think he just, like, was naturally good at? Or does anyone know if he took classes? Vic, do you know?
0: Yeah, so they, they all have all the actors. Like, Leonardo DiCaprio I always yeah. use, because, like, he's incredible. Uh-huh. And he started as, like, a kid, like a baby. Oh,
1: mm-hmm. okay. That makes sense. You know,
0: sense. and he, he's incredible, but he has, like, this incredible coach that he's worked with his entire life. So, like, where I, like, do classes, like, when I got the role, like, I would go to my acting coach and we would break down, like, everything, Mm -hmm. And she would be like, no, or like, no, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. And so like that, I think for these big, like these, these, they all have acting coaches and they all, they all can do it on their own. But when they really want to dive into like something that's like meaningful in these intense roles, they have someone that they're, they have someone that they're working with. So there's somebody holding them accountable and someone that they're working with now, like the better actors can do it a lot cause they've been doing it a lot one, and then they've been working with the coach for a while. So it's almost like set in them,
1: Mm-hmm. but yeah
0: everybody works with an acting especially coach especially as a yeah.
1: child that makes a well, huge difference and, and I
2: also think it uh, you know it's very obviously dependent on the role right Leo and right. Brad Pitt play the, a lot of these roles that it's like you have to prepare for mm-hmm. opposed to where yeah. like the Kevin Hart's of the world where they're doing a bunch of funny stuff where a lot of it could be yeah. ad-lib too you know huh. uh, and,
0: and just and they're just themselves like they're just themselves Hart in the movie
2: exactly they are the character themselves and then they can yeah. make up stuff at the end of a scene or mm-hmm. during the scene yeah and just kind of come up with things which makes it a lot more fun that's like jim,
1: <laughs> jim carrey does
2: that yeah exactly yeah. just yeah. like th- those types of guys i mean that 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 seems like a lot more fun honestly
0: but yeah it doesn't get those you the those.
2: oscars and like it's not as moving and and historical yeah. you know so
0: and it gets like Dwayne Johnson, I think he's, now he's gone a little corny with his one-liners in his movies, <laughs> but he's one, he's a, he hasn't won an Oscar, but he's literally the biggest movie star exactly. on the planet. Like, if he wants something to get made it's It's gonna
2: get made you know he does all the fun cool movies a lot of action a lot of comedy yeah and 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 that seems you know that that that's awesome so
1: well cool cody i'm really happy for you this was really cool to talk about it's such a different different thing that i think we talked about with anybody
0: absolutely yeah
1: that's so interesting yeah
0: it's a fun it's a fun industry you nicole you should give it another go you "You cut one of my lines no and now i want want that line back Well
1: another show Uh, no i mean (laughs) but remember when we did the superhero thing victor yeah i got like the line in that too and i think they're like oh crap this was for big brother (laughs) remember when they did like the superhero thing what were we
2: what was that oh my god great yes i I was
1: like oh my god i was like you guys gave me the line i'm like oh I was panicking, sweating. I was just like, <laughs> "Anybody would be better." I just don't. I don't have the confidence. And maybe if I had the confidence, and like I actually, uh, it just it, no.
2: It's alright. It's cool though.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's cool that you do it, so now I can just talk to you about it. <laughs> I'll live through well, you. Well, you
0: gain confidence as you do it, and so yeah. if I ever get, if I ever, you know turn into something where like I have to say where I'm like somebody gets it I'll, I'll get you I'll get you a line and we'll get you like prepped for it and I think i would be you're real, confidence. yeah
1: and I'd be really good at playing this small town girl from the middle of nowhere I could do that really if well pl-
0: <laughs> yeah what if you had to play yourself well that's yeah. what they were saying in the beginning to gain your confidence you play something close to yourself yeah I could do so that. that you're like oh man you know like if your first role is like a serial killer yeah you might be, like, <laughs> exactly like, <I> mean, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that could be bad.
2: Maybe that is yourself. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. I'm scared. Shut up, man. <laughs> well, hey, thank you so much, uh Cody, for being on the show. Um we, we appreciate oh, man, no, you. This is
0: awesome.
2: Uh what a fun conversation. Didn't know it was gonna be yeah. here this way, but it turned into a very, very interesting and fun yeah.
0: conversation. So we appreciate
1: cool.
0: you. Yeah, no, thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. All, All right, right have we'll have talk a good to day. you soon. All right, guys.
1: Bye. That was such a cool conversation. Yeah. Um, that was Rob, a good time. Yeah. He's so fun.
2: Are you going to be an actor now? No. No?
1: Victor, you know that that's a joke. <laughs> you listened to my accents the other day, and you were dying belly laughing on the way home. You couldn't even tell what I was trying to be. Oh, my
2: gosh. Okay, Nicole, please do the first one.
1: What was it? Do the first accent what, what that was you had. The, what's the sentence that I said?
2: Um,
1: okay. It was like, I went to the bar and I had to beer. <laughs> 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 okay clearly that's irish
2: oh my gosh no okay yes. just do i wish if you would have just left the pause for people to think about what it was oh,
1: okay I'll we'll do, do another one do a different one okay um same
2: sentence i went to the bar and i had a beer or something like that
1: i went to the bar and i had a beer <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> even though we went over these the other day i still don't know what that is
1: that's british
2: That's British. Yeah. Okay. You see, this is what I'm dealing with, people. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, Spanish word of the day. Mm -hmm. Are you ready?
1: Yeah.
2: All right. The Spanish word of the day is? Actor. Well, I was going to say actor, but I switched it before because I knew that would be too easy.
1: Okay.
2: Película. Película. Película.
1: Película. Actress. Dancer,
2: actriz would be okay. uh, Actress, producer. What are you getting at?
1: I'm getting at acting.
2: Okay, but you said producer.
1: Show. Production. Movie. Oh, that—that's a long word for movie.
2: Película.
1: Wow. You want to go to the películas?
2: <laughs> Vamos a ver una película. We're going to go watch a movie. Mm.
1: Did not know that one. That's a hard one. Everybody, good luck saying that. Película. <laughs> película.
2: Película.
1: Película. Peli. Peli. Cula. Cula. Película. Película. There Película. Okay, <laughs> my weird or normal? So I've been observing myself lately, and I've been doing some weird things, and like I need to confess them.
2: Oh, really? So you now you are now noticing this?
1: Yeah. Okay. So, do you like the Q-tip before you put it in your ear? <laughs> you're,
2: that's a lie. What? <laughs> that's not real.
1: <laughs> Is that really weird? <laughs> you don't do that.
2: Are you? You're joke. You're joking.
1: No, I'm dead serious.
2: No, you're not.
1: You're like crying right now, I swear to yeah, God. Yeah,
2: because I've never Are you serious?
1: Seriously? Are you. That's not even that weird, I didn't think. That's why I didn't really say it before. I did it today and I do it all the time. Like, So I lick, so I take you're a Q-tip. Being de-
2: you're being dead serious right not
1: now. Not after it's in my ear, prior to me putting it in my ear. I take a Q-tip, I lick one side of it, and then I put it in my ear. To like clean, and then I use the dry side to dry, and then I do the same on the other side.
2: Why? Why wouldn't you just put it under water?
1: Oh, is that norm? Is that normal?
2: No, e- that's even. That seems
1: like it'd be too much water. Like I don't want to have to like. D- that rinse it sounds
2: up. so weird. Isn't your so you just
1: use a dry Q tip? all the yes, time? Yes,
2: because if it, I if, don't know. if that's the case, why don't you just do it after you get out of the shower?
1: I do sometimes, but like, it just felt like it needed a good cleaning today.
2: So you lick the Q-tip? I don't.
1: Okay, so I don't like like I don't stick my tongue out and rub the Q-tip on my tongue. I put it in my mouth, like close my mouth around it, get a little bit wet, and then I do it. But I do that for like under my eyes, like when I'm wearing make. Like if my makeup drains, I think this is like a girl thing. I mean, you can't just like put a dry Q-tip. Like you just get a little bit damp. And then you put it underneath your eye. I don't think that that's that weird. I can't believe that you think that that's that weird.
2: <laughs> I am I am flabbergasted. I, maybe, I think that's the only way I can describe it.
1: I don't know if any. I guess I don't know anyone else that does this. So somebody help me out out there.
2: Oh, my God. I you, this, Definitely for a poll. This is definitely for a poll. Okay. Because I just... I've never heard. I've never seen. I've never had anybody reference that. Like, I, that has never... I'm, ever in the history of ever have I seen or heard anybody do that or anything similar. Even putting it under water to then put it in their ear. I don't. I think
1: that'd be weird. I think that's too much water because it's not like it's damp. It's not like soaking wet. Okay, well, that's a good weird or normal. There you this go. This is
2: very good. It was a very, it came out of left field. I thought, I swear I thought you were joking. I thought. I, I thought this was a joke that you were coming up with and then be like, ha no, I'm just kidding. This is a weird you
1: never seen me do that in the three years we've been together?
2: Never. I just, no. Huh. I, and I probably would be like, what the, because I'd be thinking like you're putting it in your mouth after you put it in your ear or
1: something. Ew, no, that's gross. <laughs> that's why I thought you thought I was saying, I was like. Because I I honestly thought that this was super normal. No, I
2: understood what you were saying. (laughs) And I still thought it was weird. Wow. Whatever. That's a good one. All right. All right. All right. All right. So now, Nicole, she's (laughs) going to read the review, which is going to be less weird uh, because uh, we really appreciate you guys. And without you, there's no us. So we read the reviews as a reminder to that. So take it
1: away. Okay. This one's from Elizabeth Higgins, five stars called Springtime. I love how light and airy y'all's podcast always are. Your conversation is so real and genuine, and I find myself nodding along with the things you both are saying. Even when I don't know your guests, I still listen and find myself actually interested in the interviews. Every podcast I listen to feels like springtime, and if I start one feeling stressed out and anxious, I end it feeling the complete opposite. Thank you for that.
2: Oh, that's nice. I
1: like that. Well,
2: we do our best, and we appreciate that. And as you were, as Nicole was reading the review, I was nodding my head to everything you were saying, like, yep, yep, yeah, yep. I agree everything that you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, do you want to close it out? Do you remember everything?
1: No, go ahead. You don't remember? I got to pee really bad. So <laughs> <I can't laughs> Thank you, think. everybody.
2: Uh, please rate, review, and subscribe. The easiest way to do that is on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to this podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. You can always go to www.cococalientepodcast.com. You can listen there and you can check out our merchandise. Don't forget to follow us at Coco Caliente Podcast on Instagram and at Coco Caliente Pod on Twitter. Thank you.